0: Oh, friends, sin is horrible, but the cure is heavenly. Sin is strong, but the Almighty overcomes. Let's look at the cure for sin today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay with us.
1: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised
0: land. Well, thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you. We appreciate you being with us today for our studies here from International Gospel Hour, we hope today will be profitable. You know, we're reminded in Hebrews 11 and verse 6 that without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So may we seek God through our study today. You know, friends, in the whole of the creation, sin is the most horrible of all realities There is nothing more offensive to God or disastrous in its consequences than is sin. However, in contrast to the anguish and horror generated by sin, the reality of salvation is inexpressibly beautiful, as God's nature must recoil at sin as it must also reach out in mercy to the lost. How about the words of David when he pled in Second Samuel twenty four fourteen, "Please let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for His mercies are great." And as the psalmist David in Psalm fifty one verse one, "Have mercy upon me, O God, according to Your loving kindness, according to the multitude of Your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions." Later, in Psalm one thirty and verse four. But there is forgiveness with you, that you may be feared. And later, same psalm, verse 7, O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with Him is abundant redemption. In creating a being capable of sinning, God's nature demanded that He give man a fair chance to escape the penalty of sin. Genesis eighteen twenty-five. In fact, God's cure for sin was part of His plan from the foundation of the world, Revelation 13 and verse 8. Let's continue our study about the cure for sin, but first, a few words about our work at International Gospel Hour.
1: The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number, again, is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or, if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988.
0: As with any story, the story of redemption has its highlights. These areas of emphasis provide a framework to give understanding to the whole. The story is given in its form as a line of humanity develops from Eve to Jesus. From woman would come a seed that would undo the work of sin and Satan, Genesis 3, verse 15. Sin most certainly needed to be defeated. The degrading results of sin soon led to a universal purging in the flood, Genesis 6, verses 5 and following. Soon after the flood came Babel and the need for God to impose division, Genesis 11, 1 through 9. From these depressing evidences of sin's effects, however, there comes a most significant development toward eternal redemption. God called Abram, Genesis 12, 1 through 3. In this calling, there is found several key elements of the plan that God would develop. A land would come to be a special factor. A nation would develop to inhabit in its land. The descendants of Abraham would come into special blessings and protection. All people would find blessings through Abraham. As the wait for nationalistic promises to be realized was underway, another important highlight in the plan of salvation was voiced by Jacob while blessing his sons. From Genesis forty nine ten, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. We are here introduced to Shiloh, a personage with special regal authority. To Shiloh would go the obedience of the peoples. The identity as if individual would come to be of very special importance. Writing about thirteen hundred years later the prophet Ezekiel provided special insight into the meaning of this special blessing for Judah. In Ezekiel 21:25 through 27 the idea of a ruler who would come in the future is also mentioned. From Ezekiel, the meaning of the one to whom it belongs is seen to be the intended meaning of the word Shiloh from Genesis 49.10. Ezekiel speaks of the time when a ruler would revive the dynasty that came from Judah. It would be one who had the true right to reign over God's people. In other words, the one to whom it belonged. Now additionally, Ezekiel not only associated the king's crown with his coming ruler, he also spoke of the high priest Turban as being given to this future king. But how could that be? No king from Judah could also be a priest from Levi. The prophet Zechariah would later speak of the confirmation of the two offices under one man's rule, Zechariah six twelve 13 Very intriguing. Hebrews seven eleven through 14 solves the mystery when the Hebrew writer says, Therefore, if perfection were through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of Melchizedek and not be called according to the order of Aaron? For the priesthood, being changed of necessity, there is also a change of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken belongs to another tribe, from which no man has officiated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord arose from Judah, of which tribe Moses spoke nothing concerning priesthood. In the development of the theme of rain being found within the tribe of Judah then, the first king of the dynasty, David, would prove to be another important step in God's plan. According to a prophecy from Nathan in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 12-17, one of David's seed would build a house for God and would establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Solomon would partially fulfill this in building the temple and continuing the Davidic dynasty. However... Solomon would pale in significance, friends, when one of David's later seed would come to build a house and establish a dynasty. The king that true rule belonged to would be from David, and yet, David's lord. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. Psalm 110, verse 1, Mark 12, verse 36. A very special person was indeed envisioned in this Old Testament development of salvation history. In addition to the the seed-of-the-woman concept, the prophet Isaiah spoke of one born of a virgin, Isaiah 7.14, the idea of Emmanuel, God with us, spoke to the need for one who was a man and yet was God, John 9.30-35. The plan comes to be seen as completely amazing in its scope, and yet no less a plan would have worked. Then God came. John one verses one fourteen and eighteen, and John fourteen eight and nine. Jesus came, born of a virgin, the true seed of woman. Matthew one twenty two. As a man, Jesus lived without sin, and thus became the only acceptable sacrifice for our sins. Hebrews four fourteen through sixteen, and Romans three twenty one through twenty six. He is king Acts two and verse thirty and high priest Hebrews seven verses eleven and following. He has built a house, Ephesians 2, 19-22, and 1 Peter 2, 4 and 5, and established a royal priesthood, 1 Peter 2, verse 9. The virgin-born seed of the woman, Matthew 1, seed of Abraham, Galatians three sixteen, and seed of David, Matthew 1, and verse 1, has come with healing in His wings, Matthew 4, and verse 2. Praise God, friends, the great physician has come with the cure for sin, Matthew nine, twelve and thirteen. Oh dear friends, to God be the glory, how when we talk about sin as we have in previous broadcast, sin that's depressing and degrading, but yet to talk about the cure for sin, God has the cure. Dear friends, is sin prevalent in your life? Are you looking for answers? Are you looking to study further and to understand God's will even more? How blessed we are to offer a very special online study. And here is our J-Web with the details.
1: Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's
0: the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, the Cure for Sin is available, and we want to help you in your studies. Now, we mentioned our online study, and friends, we realize that many of our listeners uh, would love to have another online option We have a free Bible course we make available by mail to you, so if you would prefer that instead of the World Bible School Study, then contact us at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334, or better yet, call us at our toll-free number, 855-444-6988. I want to pause and give a special thanks to Brother Edwin Jones for our study today, Courtesy of The Messenger, which is the newsletter of the Southeast Institute of Biblical Studies in Knoxville, Tennessee. Formerly known as the East Tennessee School of Preaching, we've turned back the clock to May of 1995 for a special issue dealing with the sin of man. How thankful we are that we can revive writings and teachings from the past and make them available at all times through the power of radio internet, and recorded lessons. We are blessed to use this material here from International Gospel Hour. And I really appreciate you joining me today for our studies. Join me again at another time, friends. Thank you for listening to the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. God be with you,
1: be Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com.